everybody. Welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host. It's your girl Shanice coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 143 and today's topic is Big Sky. We finally got the return of Big Sky after a long-awaited, anticipated winter season finale. Um, The last episode, I believe, aired in early December, so it has been a long wait. This was episode 10 of season two it was titled happy thoughts i'm gonna read the description really fast this was a um a decent episode um a lot happened so it's gonna walk us you know through what to expect for the remainder of the season it's opening up like that other half remainder of that door um i believe it's gonna go more towards the cartel instead of the children uh, the description reads, Jack and Ren find themselves at odds. So that was just a very short description. So we're about to get into it and break it down and dissect it like we do over here on this platform. As always, you can find me on Facebook as Alicia Shanice, Instagram, Alicia Shanice Reviews, and you can email me at Alicia Shanice Reviews 13 at gmail.com. You can inbox dm or email me if you have any special requests for any recaps you would like for me to do it could be a tv show a documentary a movie or a music album all you got to do is hit me up and give me a couple days to get back to you and i can get your request recap out within a week don't forget you can always follow my music playlist they are exclusively on spotify spotify is free All you got to do is type in Shanice Loves. You click on my picture profile and it'll take you directly to all of my playlists. I have tons of them. Um, Good music, good vibes to vibe to. So with the return of Big Sky, we will be recapping it every Friday as well as Bel Air on Fridays as well. Um, The last couple days, well, starting yesterday, I dropped my Snowfall recap. So make sure you guys check that out. I dropped my Bel Air recap this morning and now we're doing Big Sky and I will be back on Sunday for Power Book for Force. So, you know, I'm dropping that content. So after a long anticipated wait to see what's going on in Montana in Big Sky World, it has returned. So let's go ahead and jump into the show and talk Big Sky. Shanice and she's the one. Her name is Shanice and she's the one. So after um, I recap this, I'm going to go ahead and play the trailer for next week. And by I didn't play the trailer because I couldn't find it at that moment for Bel Air. I'll play that trailer as well at the end of the episode. And I have a sleeper for you guys at the end in my Joe Budden style. Shout out to the pod father. So this episode opens up and we see Jack um, and Ren. They find them, themselves at odds. It opens and we see Cassie is going into the PI office. She's like looking around. It still looks like a crime scene. The yellow tape is all around. And, you know, after she gets all the way in there, the first thing she sees on the wall is that picture of Ronald. And 
you can tell she is just shaken. You know, her and her father was very close and Ronald killed her father in that building, which is her place of business. So we get into the next scene and we see Scarlett, Phoebe, and a very injured Ronald. And he is still hoping to escape them all to Alaska. And Phoebe in the car and little Phoebe ain't buying it, child. She like... (laughs) why are we here and you know Scarlett is like well Arthur she like quit calling him Arthur his name is not no Arthur I know his real name (laughs) so Phoebe is not buying a child and when uh Scarlett exits out the car to get them checked into a hotel she's just flat out tells Ronald like look you're gonna die (laughs) I had a dream and you're you're gonna die and he like it's not nice to tell people what you dreamed about all he want to do is sing roll 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 your boat and shit ronald ain't changed a bit if he ain't singing happy and you know it, he's singing roll 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 your boat and he eating cocoa puff cereal child and killing people so we get into the next scene and we go back to the ranch and we see crazy ass wolf Lagarski. he knocked out on the ground but he wakes up from the dog kind of licking his wounds and when he wakes up he is hurt very very badly so we get into the next scene and jenny figures everything out she now knows the cartel is actually in town they're in montana and it all surrounds around these four kids and this missing money she questions max and her mom and she like look are you really trying to protect your daughter or are you trying to protect t-lock which the mom i'm sorry the mom is ridiculous so they agree to help them they try to get them uh guards to watch them but the other cop told Jenny that it's not in their coverage. They don't have it in their funds right now. So we get into the next scene and Cassie goes to see Mark about um, Ronald possibly killing her father. He tells her like, I'm not sure if he did it, but I believe Wolf Ligarski has something to do with this or either knows more than he is saying. It's something weird about Wolf and that's what we need to look into. We need to get more information on this so she like you know what at this point my my dad and got murdered i'm ready to go and he like you not going at it alone we know how mark is and he, how he feels about cassie so they agreed to go up to get as much information as they can about ronald from wolf Lagarski. so we get into the next scene and back at the ranch wolf is bandaging himself up and as he struggles he gets bandaged up he wobbles into the house and we see a dead Agatha on the floor and he breaks down. After that, we get into the next scene. Now, Dean, remember when it went off before he seen Travis doing business deals with the cartel. So he more considered him a traitor. So they have him locked up and they basically ready to kill him. Travis, he, you know begs and pleads for his life and he eventually tells them like look I'm not a traitor I'm actually a cop he offers them you know to help them bring down the cartel he like they're gonna take you out anyway and that's that's all it's about it ain't even about you Dean you small time I'm after the Buller family I'm after the cartel so over at Wren she is trying to move part of the operation to Montana 
And of course, Duno and Tanya, they're all in, they're on her side. Tanya just became <laughs> remember how weak and scary Tanya was at the uh, beginning of the season? She just became big badass real quick. And she is on board to do whatever. So the goal is to bring in all this fentanyl in through the states. And Ren has even got a chemist from the U of M. So all they need is basically routes. And Tanya, she goes out because she knows someone who can help them with the shipping routes, with the trucks. So as she's walking out, here comes Jack. He comes in and he is not having it about Ren's plan. He ha They have their whole sibling rivalry, rivalry thing that they got. And you kind of see a little flirtation with Ren and his bodyguard, his muscle. And, you know, he like, we're not moving this operation here. You need to stay in your place, Fatel Dad. So they have another sibling quarrel. <laughs> so uh, she also said a word I hadn't heard in a long time. He like, where's Tanya going? She's like, none of your beeswax. <laughs> I ain't heard that saying in so long. So we get into the next scene. And Jenny busts in. Uh, she takes Jack and his bodyguard off for questioning. And we go back. We get into the ho the motel. Now, they get bloodied, injured Ronald into the motel. They lay him down. And he is still talking about riding into the sunset, living happily ever after. And Scarlett looking at him like she don't even know if he going to make it because he's so badly injured. And Phoebe... That poor baby, she don't need to be with neither one of these sociopaths. So Scarlett goes to the store to get some medical equipment for Ronald with her klepto sunglasses. Her daughter looking at her like, really, mom, you just going to throw all this in your purse like this? <laughs> she looking like, what the child? So we see the security guard, Andy, he watching it all. Like she ain't even being slick with it. The security guard is watching her put every little Band-Aid, peroxide, alcohol in that damn purse. So Phoebe like, mom, why are we helping Ronald? Why? Why? And she like, because we're a family. <laughs> so after she puts the basket down, the little cart down and thinks she about to hopscotch right out the store, security guard Andy he come over there like ma'am I need to look into your purse so she tries the flirtation route at first and Andy don't buy it then she goes straight sociopath Scarlet and pulls that knife out on him and get to threatening him and he like this bitch is crazy <laughs> just go ahead and go take the medical equipment and go <laughs> so Scarlet is Scarlet, child. We get into the next scene, and Jenny has Jack in for questioning. She's asking him all of these questions, and all Jack can do is laugh and repeat, lawyer. She asks another question. He like, lawyer. She asks another question. He spells lawyer. <laughs> then she spells her own little words. She like, well, are you your little sister's B-I-T-C-H? So they go back and forth, and they don't get nothing out of him. The only thing they get out of Jack is a cocky smile and some good hair, child. And he ain't buying it. The only thing he gonna say is a lawyer. Smart man. Deny, deny, deny. So Jenny leaves out pissed, but she still, you know, thinks she has one up because of Bridger's testimony that they think they have. So we go into the next scene and Tanya goes to see a guy named Bryce. Now he is a driver, a truck driver who she wants him to, you know, do the shipment so he can ship 
throughout the like the state lines with all this fentanyl they got coming in. She ensures them like, look, as long as you just do your truck driving stuff and you don't ask no questions, you will be well compensated, my brother. Well compensated. But no questions, just drive your damn truck. So he kind of agrees, but he's still a little skeptical because of the people that she is in business with. So after that, we get into the next scene and housekeeping walks into the wrong room to clean. This lady sees a bloodied half dead Ronald and does the normal thing a person would do. Like, oh my God, are you hurt? Let me call an ambulance. And he like, leave. So she runs out because she want to help and Ronald half dead in awe kills her being ronald ronald being ronald so jenny questions bridger about his coach gary's murder and she shows him a picture of jack and his bodyguard and he like i've never seen him before so bridger is doing the deny game deny 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 after that jenny knows bridger is lying and she was really dependent on his testimony so she goes to their home to try to you know talk to them again out of the precinct and they him and his parents they are staying solid deny 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 they got their bags packed like they about to hop out of town and the the parents not buying it now both of these parents are attorneys so they know the game and when madison comes downstairs we can see she looks traumatized like she wants to say something and jenny can sense that but the parents no 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 they not buying it they don't know nothing they ain't seen nothing and their kids ain't seen nothing and they is packed up ready to go hit the road so Jack, he ends up getting released by the help of Ren. Come um, in the next scene, we find out that she actually was the one who got to the parents, you know, and probably threatened them. So <clears throat> we see one of the cops, he's at the gas station and he looks at the surveillance tape at the gas station and it leads the police to know that Ronald has something to do with the stolen RUV that was parked in front of Cassie's um, PI office. So now they know that he killed Cassie's father. So we get into the next scene and Jag and Tanya, they kind of like fill each other out a little bit. He kind of flirts and charms with that good hair. He's so cute. <laughs> and he preaching about we're on the same team. Loyalty. Now what's Ren's plan? And Tanya, her ass tell it all. So we see um, in the next scene, Scarlett, she leaves Phoebe in the car just for a little, for a moment, because she can, when she pulls up, she can sense something is wrong. So when she goes into the motel, child, she finds Ronald. He laying down, looking like he did. The housekeeper right next to him, she did. And shortly after she cleaned everything up, they bring, well, she brings Phoebe in. And they trying to hurry up and get Ronald out of there because now they know it's a whole nother murder here. We got to get out of this motel. And the first thing Phoebe see is a foot hanging from the bathroom. I'm like, this poor child is going to be traumatized. She need to get the hell away from these two sociopaths. Like, like really, like they should have left Phoebe where she was at. So after that, we get into the next scene and Jenny and Trevor, they have a beer. 
and they talk. He done cleaned up now and they talk about the case, but he actually holds back information that he knows where the money is and he knows where T-Lock probably is. Because remember, he was the last person to see T-Lock. So he acts like he don't even know him and he like, you know what, that's enough talking about this case. Can we talk about something else like going to this back bedroom, making up for lost time? So she grabs his hand and they go straight to the room. We get into the next scene and we see Jack. He has his own um, plan separate from Ren. And we see his muscle. He has a little crush on Ren. And Jack kind of warns him like, look, she will eat you alive. Have I ever told you about her other ex who is dead now? (laughs) So after that, the Buller parents get off. They arrive in Montana. They get off the plane and they are greeted like queen and queen. Well, I'm thinking that's his stepmother, Alicia. The father is the one greeted like the king. So Travis, he meets up with Dean and tells him they meet up at the bar that Dean owns. And he tells him like, look, this really never had anything to do with you. I just had to get in. This is all about old man Buller. Remember old man Buller killed his partner back in the day. So all Dean wants to talk about is his money. He like, that's cool and all. You can go after the cartel, but where is my money at? And he ends up telling him the truth. Like T-Lock got your money and I'm not finding them. You find them. Like I said before, I'm out of your little captism now. So I'm good. And I'm a cop. You're not finna kill me. But I am after the Buller family and T-Lock got your money. Go after him. So we get into the next scene and now it's on the ride back. They've all, all are in a car and we got Mr. Buller, who is the father who's over the cartel. He's asking questions about the run in with the police because he's found out about it. He's found out Jack has been arrested. He's um, asking about what Ren has been up to. And they make the wife, Alicia, put her headphones on so they could talk business. Now, <laughs> he asks Jack, what is your plan? Jack don't really have no plan. The only plan he got is Rand plan that he was totally against. And Tanya must have gave him the intel because he <laughs> he breaks down Rand's whole plan, even breaks down the chemist and tells the dad. And the dad is like, you know what? That's a good idea. It is. But it wasn't his. It was Rand. So wait till she find out she is going to be pissed when she finds out he stole her plan and presented it to the father so back at the sheriff's office they get surveillance on ronald and they put apb out on him on the psycho because they like okay now we know for sure he was in town uh it was right next to the pi office he definitely had something to do with this so denise they they call jenny word gets out Denise is in the office she calls Cassie to let her know about Ronald and as she's telling her they're actually arriving at Wolf's home now Mark warns her about Wolf because it's already going to be traumatizing looking at his face because she killed Rick his twin brother and that shook her up and they they are identical twins and he's already creepy so when they arrive and they pull up, they see the animals are gone. They see his blood all over. They walk through the house. So they know something happened. They see the damn cereal of the cocoa chunk. So they know Ronald was there. 
So as they're looking around, an injured wolf, he comes out and he tells them, like, look, he ain't here. But if you do want help finding him, you're going to have to lower them weapons. So we get into the final scene. And Max, she goes home. Now, when she gets home, her whole house is ramshacked and blood is on the floor. Her mom is missing. So she instantly gets to crying. She calls Cassie up. And as she is calling Cassie up, telling her what's going on. But Cassie's like, what happened? Calm down. She's so traumatized. She's crying. She can barely get her words out. Somebody comes behind her and snatch her up. So I don't know who could have did this. Was it Jack? Was it Ren? Who the hell snatched Max up? Or was it T-Lock? Probably was T-Lock. Who knows? But that was my recap for Big Sky. It was a pretty solid episode after a very long wait. I am going to play the trailer now for um, next week's episode and what to expect. All right, here's the trailer for Big Sky. It airs next week, season two, episode 11, titled Do No Harm. all right that was the that was the preview do no harm it looks like um travis is going to come clean to jenny it looks like harper is having a hard time with max being missing and it looks like wolf is going to team up with um mark and cassie now it showed ronald in there waking up like he was half dead <laughs> and it was a it was rick's face like dressed as a sheriff so i don't know if he dreaming or what but who knows but i can't wait for next third next friday to watch it and recap it y'all know me i do everything on streaming services i don't do cable so that's why i'm always a day late it airs every thursday night on abc at 10 p.m. EST, and I always catch it on Fridays and do my recaps on Fridays. For my Bell Air Watchers, I did not get to play the trailer earlier, so I'm going to play the trailer for episode 7 that airs next week. Here is for my Bell Air Watchers. This is one of the best reboots I've ever seen. It's, this show is amazing. Carol Baskin? I'm Carol Baskin. This is who we've been after. Take a step back from Will and the Banks family until the election is over. 2,000 likes and counting. I want that post removed. Yeah. Mr. Broderick has quite the reputation. He's the one you need to worry about. He's going to turn the whole school against me. You don't need Connor or any of them. I know a way for you to turn this around. Party of the century. I want to know all your secrets. Why did you really come here from Philly? You'll kill this. Oh, wait, that trailer looked good. It looked like Will and Lisa might take it to the next level. It also looked like Will might tell her why he's really there. It looked like Fred was warning 
Lisa to stay away from Will and the Banks family until the election was over. And it looks like it's going to be far back from Hillary's viral post. It might be bad for the election or who knows. And it also looks like Casanova Reed has a reputation and Hitman G feels in Uncle Phil on that reputation. And it looks like he's trying to get a little too close to Aunt Viv. Go sit your ass down. <laughs> So, in my true Joe Budden fashion, shout out to the Joe Budden podcast, one of my favorite podcasts, and shout out to the pod father. I want to play a sleeper in his fashion, and then I'll get you guys out of here. I wanted this episode short and sweet. So, here is my sleeper. So 
that was the beautiful Rihanna and Mickey Echo, the song Stay. I love that song. Shout out to the beautiful Rihanna. Congratulations on her and ASAP Rockies. Expecting, <clears throat> they are expecting a little bundle of joy. It's Friday, so I want to thank my podcast family for your support. I want to tell you to have a beautiful and safe weekend. I hope you will tune in Sunday for my Power Book for Force recap. It's a new month. Please remember and let's speak positivity into existence. March will be filled with positivity. March will be filled with love. March will be filled with money. March will be filled with kindness. March will be filled with blessings. Let's speak positive vibes, positive energy. Yesterday might not have been your day. Last month might not have been your month. Last year might not have been your year. It is so much going on. Depression is real. Just try to stay positive and be the best you can be. If you fall back down, it's okay. It's life. It's normal. Get back up and try again. And it's just so much going on in the world. Just try to focus on you. Don't focus on what other people have. Don't focus on, you know, like, why am I here and they're there? You never know what people go through behind closed doors. So I want to tell my podcast family who I appreciate and love your support that keep doing you. Life is short. Try to live it to the fullest and be the best you can be. Don't care what anybody thinks. Like it says, one of my favorite quotes in my favorite movie, A Bronx Tale, nobody really cares. So don't worry about what nobody cares. As long as you happy, live your life and be happy. On that note, it's your girl Shanice and I'm out. Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl Shanice. I'm not going to